We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I am your host, Scott Beeson. We are powered by 1819 News. Amy Beth Shaver and Allison Sinclair are with me. Y'all look so cute doing that. It's like it's the like, podcast what? days where we have to sit really close. Yeah, we're yeah. sharing a microphone today. Very good. And you're smiling and so happy to, to just be here. Kind of cute. Sky is here as well. You're not cute or happy nope. looking at all, Sky. <laughs> but I'm here. But, we, but you are here and it's, ready to go. Lovely. We're ready to rock and roll. We got a big day today. Today is the 17th day of July in the year of our Lord, 2023. And the big news across the state of Alabama and unfortunately, nationally, has um, not been just human trafficking, but the story out of Birmingham, Alabama, where we talked about it last week, Sky, where the lady stopped on the side of the road. There was a child there. She needed to save the child. The child was just standing on the side of uh, the interstate. And then all they hear is, and she's gone. So that's what we know. Details are sketchy. And then the national news picked it up. Okay, I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the national I kept wondering why they didn't. Yeah, the national news story. picked it up. Yeah, fighting for her life. Yes. Yesterday, okay. they picked it up. So that is where we are, unless y'all know something different. But then we have a special guest who I don't know if he can talk a lot about that. She's, she's come home. Yeah, she's have- home? Yes. Yeah, How is that even possible? She, she arrived... Um, she home. fought her way out of the white van? We, we don't know. Uh, like I said, details was are able very, to steal a helicopter sketchy. in uh, Panama? Well, she arrived safely Fought through home. the jungle after being transported? That Saturday and night. And has arrived back in Birmingham? Yes, Saturday night. Huh. Uh, about 11 huh. o'clock p.m. showed up on I saw that doorstep. movie, Taken. Remember mm-hmm. that movie? Yes. And uh, you got to do a lot of fighting when you've been taken. Something is just off about this story. Seems awry. Just a little awry. And I don't know how to spell awry, but it seems <laughs> awry. Well, also, I haven't heard any more about the, the child that was on the side of the right. road. What happened to all what, that? Was it a little person? We don't know. Had staged it? Well, we should be grateful that she is home, safe, but uh, hopefully more details will be forthcoming. Gotcha. Well, let's, um, let's go to our guest. Mr. Jared Hudson is with us. We'll give credit to Allison for reaching out to Jared. Uh, we apologize to Jared for Allison reaching out to him and bothering him on Sunday nights and Fridays and over the weekend. But we are glad you are here. And uh, how are you, bud? I'm doing good. Thanks to have me, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's been a long time. I, you know, I think the first time I met you was when you came to um, your friends and one of my friends from out in Gardendale and. Um, came to talk about your y'all's ministry and mm-hmm. what y'all were doing and that kind of thing, and then you end up running for sheriff in Jefferson County, which you should be the sheriff. But hey, look, yeah, that's, but I'm not. That's, that's the way it goes. And um, and so here we are. Here, here we are. Yeah. So uh, I'll uh, I'll just wrap this up and put a bow on it real quick with what I think probably needs to be said about the the young lady that went missing. Uh, Thursday night, I believe Thursday night was the night that I all that went right. down. Um, I got a call late Thursday night from a from a buddy 
because uh, I'm obviously sworn with the state of Alabama and sworn as a federal agent as a TFO, and um, that's some of the stuff that, that we work on. And there are a lot of agencies and a lot of people um, involved with these agencies that as soon as it kind of got out, everything got out, like they were they were looking for this young lady. And uh, so I got called, put on standby. The same thing with that kid. Uh, this is almost the same thing that happened in Walker County with that kid, that little baby girl that went missing. Mm-hmm. The same sort of thing. Get the same text. Hey, be on standby to to look for this person, and uh, and, and so that's what we were we were waiting for. I got a call the next day. One of our board members uh, for our nonprofit Covenant Rescue Group called me. Uh, she was connected to a guy that was friends with the father of the young lady. Carlos is the guy's name, and he said, "Hey, Dalton Carlos, you know, is there any way you could help? What could you What could you do?" We were working on some other cases, child exploitation cases, but. Um, I just started calling buddies and digging into it a little bit. And they were going through the investigative process, trying to figure out what they could. Obviously, as the news put out, you know, this is pretty open that there wasn't a lot to go on because everything that you would use to to track this young lady uh, was left at the scene somewhere either in the vehicle or around the vehicle. Uh, It appeared that she got out to help, uh, according to her, according to the 911 call, a toddler uh, there was nothing showing where a toddler was missing or anybody else had seen one. So that's obviously problematic. They don't have anything to go on there, really. Right. Doesn't mean it's not true, but it also doesn't mean it is true. They have to really go through with the process. So it was almost like an old school uh, from the people that were involved in it, buddies might involved in an old school search of just going through the woods, going through the median, going up and down the road. Then they start looking at phones, going through their process without talking too much on it. I called the father. Uh, I called Carlos. Uh, Friday afternoon, I had his, his number got sent over to me, and I called him Friday afternoon and said, hey, man, you know, I don't primarily work missing people stuff. I, I work child exploitation, which is, you know, what I'm going to talk about most of the time for our talk today. Um, I said, but uh, I, I have been working with some guys. I just know there's a lot of people looking for your daughter. Like, they're, they're doing everything they can to find her. And that's, that's really all I knew at the, at the time. And, and he was appreciative of it. And then his wife was with him. I, I assume it was his wife. It was a lady in the background. I believe it was his wife. And, uh, she was crying a little bit off and on as she talked and asked some questions. And I said, look, the only thing I can offer y'all is prayer. And I said, mm-hmm. because I don't know if you're Christians. They said they were, I said, I don't know if you're Christians, but we serve a great God. And I said, the only person that's going to bring your daughter home to you safely is the person of Jesus Christ. So let's, right. let's lift this up to him because what's impossible with man, and there wasn't a lot of stuff that we could go off of to find this young lady, um, but what's impossible with man is possible with God. Maybe he'll give us something to find, or maybe maybe he'll bring her home safely. So I prayed with the family uh, that, that evening, and they said thank you, and then Saturday evening she, uh, she shows up. So what I would encourage, if I was to talk to all the media outlets, Allison knows how I feel about media a lot of times, no offense to y'all. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Uh, it's not generally good, right? I don't, think we're, I don't consider us media. We're like, no, but no, we're just people. We're not just people with microphones, right? right? That's right. Um, now, what I encourage you: this would be media outlets. This would be people want to know. My wife was very involved in it. Everybody's doing their Facebook investigation and all this mm-hmm. stuff. All the videos that everybody's seeing. Guess what? FBI and all these task force. They had all that stuff. Not, if not the night it happened, the next day, and we're analyzing it and going through it. Okay, so. Um, we're all just a little bit behind. If you're a Christian, you understand what I'm saying. But Proverbs 19.2 uh, is the scripture reference. It says, zeal without knowledge 
is not good and it causes you to miss the mark. Mm. So oftentimes I think we miss the mark because we have this front end zeal and in this case good mm-hmm. zeal of mm-hmm. wow this young lady was kidnapped right? right and that's how the news started it and that's, that's what how we discussed was. so we talked about the whole thing and the possibilities and what if this and what if that and we've seen it in other news stories where the press comes out the journalist runs and says something and everybody jumps off of that that bridge and what really occurred was way over here somewhere, and but we now, have to come back and go. But now, really? well, but now what you have going on is people saying, "Ah, was this real? Did she do this herself? Was it staged?" Uh-huh. And so again, we we now are going from one thing where nobody uh-huh. knows anything other than a girl went missing, uh-huh. to now they're saying, "Oh, this was staged." Well, maybe it wasn't. Again, zeal without knowledge okay. causes you to miss the mark. The family put something out, and I kind of, uh, you know, if if we were all decent folks, love God and then love people, we would say, "Okay." And everybody back off a little bit. The family says, hey, give us some time. She just walked through our door. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happened? All I know is I prayed with that family Friday evening, and I know there's right. probably a lot of other people praying for the safety of this girl. And this girl came back, whether she was returned, whether she fought her way out, whether mm-hmm. uh, whether nothing happened. Who, who knows on that? And in all honesty, who cares? The fact of the matter is the girl that was missing is now found. So why are we not celebrating the fact that she was found as opposed to trying to figure out Right. What went on? Now, if something nefarious did happen on either end, it will be found out. Now, whether we know about it or not, well, really, to be honest with you, it's, it's, I hate to say it like this. Right. It's not right. our business. Right. But it's here's the family's the business. You're going to stink at talk radio, but your point is well made. Because <laughs> we, we have to ask all those questions because that's what yeah. the people listening are ask, asking. And then when we find out the truth, we'll have, we'll have to we'll have to get there. There's but, nothing but wrong the, with telling the truth, but at this point in time, we don't know. We don't know right. what is or what isn't. Correct. Well, I'll tell you why it does matter in one sense is that I have a 18 year old daughter, a 15 year old daughter, and I have two other boys too. But it seems like females are more targeted. If there is a kidnapper or some ploy, some trafficking ploy out there. We need to know about that. Because then all of a sudden, all these other rumors start going around about a girl getting a syringe stabbed in her ankle at the bathroom at the AMC. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Okay, I'll tell you about that. And then then there was the story that went around about there was a little person walking on the side of the road at Tallapoosa Street or Tallapoosa, wherever. And, like, all these rumors are going around. And so it does matter in the sense that this is a real issue, this human trafficking. And you know that. Well, so, so, and that's what I'm going to give y'all here. If there's somebody out yeah. there, we need it, to know. When it comes to human trafficking, I, I have the, uh, and I'll, I guess I'll say this about myself, even though it's not, this is what I do. I'm a subject matter expert on, especially stateside or CONUS, continental U.S., human trafficking and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So much a subject matter expert that state and federal agencies call us and say, hey, come in and show us how to do a child exploitation thing or do this with us. We've made 18 arrests in this last month. I can tell you one thing for sure, and for all your listeners, it is not what you've seen in the media. I have the new movie, Sound of Freedom, right? All right, so I haven't even seen the movie. I know the guys who did it. I've worked with them for quite a bit. They do a lot of overseas work. It's it's a good movie, but the actual folks that did it, if you go to the OUR, Operation Underground Railroad, their website, they're like, hey, hang on a second. We didn't do this and this. This didn't happen. This is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. This is Hollywood about the movie. So oftentimes our knowledge is based in Hollywood or something that's a okay. misconception. You know, I was a SEAL, so any of the SEAL movies, 
they're semi-accurate. You know, there might be a true story, but there's always a Hollywood to go with it. Like you just mentioned, talk radio, mm-hmm. you got to do certain things to make people want to listen. Oftentimes, what really happened is not what we think it really was. And so, and, and it's not as entertaining. It's like, well, shoot, if I'd have known it was like that, I wouldn't have been so... Right, y'all don't jump out of three-story buildings, land on your head, and get up and keep going? No, no, no. You generally, <laughs> you generally get hurt like... I got thrown out of a helicopter and broke my back, you know. Yeah, so, you know, yeah that makes you terrible. The helicopter, you got to you know? get up and then no, run Jared off. just smoked so, cigars while enemy fire is going over his well, head. Remember that, that, that story? Yeah, that story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good uh, one of those backwood cigars. Those oh, the ones, ones that go in the back. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why it didn't dry out in uh, where so we were. It's so fantastic that you have said that I think we talk a lot about on this show. We talked about it on Friday, which was go back and watch the documentary Operation Toussaint if you really want to see what's going on. Because that zeal without knowledge, getting to the root causes of things and seeing it for yourself and examining it for yourself is so important. Rather than running ahead and deciding that you know what happened when you really don't know. That's right, because we make up stuff in our minds and we make it more grand than it really was or we'll make something worse than it really was. That's That deters people from... You know, standing up to a bully when you're a kid, you really think, I remember the first fight I got into, I was so nervous, you know, and, and when I get in a fight, it wasn't that big of a deal. And now, it doesn't bother me at all. I don't even get butterflies anymore on a, getting in a fight. So, as you look at it that way, it's, it's the same sort of thing. So, I would just encourage everybody, be thankful, be grateful that the young lady that went missing, however it happened, whatever happened, that she is back. That's a positive thing. The baby that went missing in Walker County, that baby is back. They weren't kidnapped and trafficked by some massive cartel organization selling people all over the world. We know that. And and even if they were, they got away. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what I would you know be happy about that. As far as kidnappers and stuff on loose, when we get back from break, he's he's holding up one minute over there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna turn on this phone right here and we'll just We'll let it speak for itself mm-hmm. uh, to show you what you need to worry about. It ain't about toddlers on the side of the interstate or somebody sticking a needle in somebody in a in a, a movie theater. It's it's this right here. Who in here's kids has phones? Everybody. If they do, then you run a huge risk of your kid being trafficked, and it will happen through this, not through them being stolen and taken and sold somewhere that you never get to see. All right, we're going to have that on the other side. You do not want to miss it. Jared Hudson is with us. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We will be back. Sky, you trying to put me to sleep, brother? Hey, I didn't request that song. That's a new one from... Oh, is that an Allison request? I believe that is an Allison. Scott! What? It was horrible. You wanted that needs to be like an eleven o'clock after the zippity doodah. It's way more. It's not. It's early in the morning. That's like I'm, I feel like I'm like laying in a hammock out by the lake or something. What? I think it's about somebody committing cowbell? suicide or something. Yes, more cowbell would be awesome. We need, we need more cowbell. Right on. Inner Sandman, Jeez. something like that. Oh, well, oh that's that good. Here and that's y'all played time. that. No, I don't you know, know what. I think it's random. I don't think Sky can control. No, no, it's, it's, it's in a rotator. It's just in a would be fantastic. What that should it, be it? our Navy SEAL song. Which one? Inner, Inner Sandman. Sandman. Yeah, yeah, I agree. For next time, we're we're gonna have mm-hmm. that. Which, by the way, um, would you tell everybody like a little bit of your background? Sure. Yeah. I mean, so, well, they want to know if you have any credibility. I mean, because yeah. you said seal, and everybody pulled over to the side of the road. They're like, "Okay, nah, this dude is legit." But tell that. us more about you. Yeah. So um, I was a seal. Um, 
And, yeah, I mean, that's how I was a SEAL, SEAL sniper, uh, sniper instructor. I still teach for the SEAL teams. I run a company that uh, provides training for DOD. We still teach for the teams and for uh, different SOCOM units and then every branch of government, you know, Marines, Air Force, Army, Navy. Uh, so in Space Force, for that matter now, right, Space Force being a part of the Air Force. They give them guns? And you should kind of, kind of, kind of, not. I actually had to provide the guns for their last, their last really? contract. Yeah, so they're it's, not. it's a whole thing. But they're they, phasers. Yeah, yeah well, that's what we sent them to stun. Um, we made them watch the, the opening scene of Starship Troopers to prep for their. <laughs> I think the, the contract we did was the Warfighter. Uh, is I think they call it the Warfighter Fundamentals Course or something like that. So we had to teach them, you know, basic Warfighter skills because mm-hmm. uh, they they primarily don't do that. But it's just. to... Uh, to keep them ready for regular conventional yeah. warfare. Um, so anyway, when they and the IRS have to crack down on us, the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You don't have to worry you about space Jared force. To come us. <laughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about the IRS neither. <laughs> so I train a lot of these guys. So um, all of that being all of that being said, the uh, that's that's my background. And so when I finished my MBA, started bidding government contracts and teaching there. And my wife and I had a heart. I'd worked with OUR, Operation Underground Railroad. Their primary focus was overseas. They do some stateside stuff, but not to the capacity that uh, me and some of the guys I worked with had a heart for. Uh, my wife and I took some money, for, money from savings, met with our CPA, met with an attorney, and started the nonprofit Covenant Rescue Group back in 2018. We got our 501c3 status in 2019. And we do overseas stuff. We did go to Afghanistan and get people out, partnered with another ministry, far-reaching ministries, and we wound up getting 1,900 folks out of, out of Afghanistan after the shutdown um, where, you know, we went over and did the process. Some of y'all in here know mm-hmm. some of the stories or whatever. And, and during campaign, my campaign season, when I was running that, CRG was still doing operations. I just didn't talk much about it because I was afraid uh, that – it would be politicized in a way that would negatively impact the cases being arrayed, made and the arrests that were being made by, by our team. Uh, because when it becomes politicized, you then run the, the risk of uh, just basically losing that case. And I, I definitely didn't want that to negatively impact mm-hmm. the guys doing the work. So um, with CRG, what we primarily work is child exploitation. This is finding people who uh, are buying kids for sex. Or finding people who are selling kids for sex. And stateside, that's generally domestic in nature. Most of the time, it's a, a guardian, a parent, an uncle. It's somebody trusted by this child. Or if it's a perpetrator, it's somebody that's like a coach or a, a teacher or a Sunday school teacher. Or, I mean, you go down the list of, of anybody. It's, it's rarely that it's random. And you have a lot of these uh, individuals that will also go after the, a younger demographic and, and kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I use the word hone, but that's not the, the correct word. Yeah, groom, that's it, yeah. Groom uh, groom kids, right? And they're trying to, if they find a, a runaway or somebody who doesn't have parents, somebody within the state system, right, which mm-hmm. is already hard enough as it is, they kind of groom that, that child. And then that's what you see transition into what we call prostitution here, which is also yeah, sometimes a form of human trafficking, and that's where people like the wellhouse come in and give aftercare to some of those ladies. But a lot of them, when you hear their story, it started as they were little boys or little girls. And so that's kind of what we go after in our end. So as far as finding people and looking for people, uh, as a guy, one, who targets specific people. I did it in the SEAL teams. We hunted terrorists all over the world. I do it in law enforcement, whether it's warrant service or whether it's targeting these guys who are targeting kids. I say guys loosely. That incorporates men and women because it's both. Uh, that's what I do. So when I when I say 
hey, it doesn't, you know, for like what happened just recently in Hoover, or it's not some massive cabal that every mom has to worry about letting her kid go to the movie theater because somebody's going to snatch her. I target people for a living. That's just not the way it generally works, right? It's it's more controlled, and here stateside, it's going to be somebody who has influence in your family, oftentimes, not all the time. So that's, the, so that's the person who's, God, I don't know the words y'all would use, but like the provider, somebody that's in the family, well, could uh, be somebody who's close, close to yeah, the child, it, yeah. and, and they're taking that child as a product and selling, selling it Almost, to somebody um, else. Yes, yeah. They, well, no, they didn't just get snatched. They, yeah. they, they were given away. There's that. Oftentimes, so, it's poverty-based. And we still see that a lot overseas as well. Oftentimes, it's poverty-based. Sometimes, it's not. Uh, sometimes, it is drug-based. I mean, you go down the, the list of, of, of reasons it created. But the biggest issue is that child is trusted uh, by somebody. So, uh, that's, that's what you have to worry about. And that's why I was saying before we left, and, and one of these segments, I'll turn this phone on. That's a, that's a phone that we use for active operations. And y'all get to just, just listen to how many times it dings. And these are individuals that n- most of them are hitting, hitting me back up because they think I'm an underage girl they're wanting to meet. Um, and this, this phone is actually one we use out of a different state, not in this state. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, is this is the most dangerous thing to your kids. So I tell parents all the time, your kids don't need one of these smartphones. And if they do have one, they, they don't need access to the world, and the world doesn't need access to them. You think walking down 459 at nighttime is bad uh, or pulling over on the side of the road is bad. These phones right here, are the, that is the world. The world can reach them on these phones, and people will wind up finding out more about you than you realize through your kids. Uh, we're working on a case right now. We just dumped the phone through consent. A guy's been targeting uh, a dad here locally, his his 13-year-old daughter. And he called me and said, hey, can you find out what's going on? She's been deleting some messages. We're dealing with this. And so we're going through that process. This guy's a grown man out of out of Georgia. And, and we've I won't talk the specifics mm-hmm. of the case. But... He's targeting this guy's daughter, and he's from Georgia. So these phones give your kids access, and I can tell you right now, any adult who's listening, you don't know as much about these phones as your kids know about these phones. No, that's they, true. They hide things. They delete things. They, and so that's uh, we got the 22nd run yeah, right we're there. Gonna, we're going to have to take another break. Jared Hudson is with us. You don't want to miss it. Actually, you ought to call up some people and tell them to turn on the program. Um, fascinating. We'll be back. <laughs> Welcome into the program, everybody. We are all here. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Don't forget to go check out 1819news.com. I had somebody this weekend, and I don't even know if they made the connection, our connection to 1819 News, but they were just bragging, and there was a group of men standing around, and tell they were telling the other men, hey, y'all need to go to 1819news.com. I go to 1819news.com every day, and... I, it was like a commercial. I should have recorded it, and I should have played it on the air for y'all. But, uh, you know, we're making progress. We're getting out there. Don't forget to join the fight. Go to go to 1819news.com. Sign up. $5 a month, $18 a month, $18,000 a month. That's probably what Jared's going to do is $18,000 a month. <laughs> can't and, hide money. Yeah, can't hide money. It just <laughs> You can just tell it when you walked in. And um, so y'all go do that. Support what they're doing over there. Supports us as well, and we appreciate you for it. Jared Hudson is with us. He um, is an expert when it comes to human trafficking. And when we were talking right before the break, because all the, all the moms, all the dads, all the parents out there are like, how... 
can I protect my child? And we do the things like, okay, you can't, you can't, you can't be riding your bicycle in the neighborhood. We, we, we can't let Junior go play in the yard because somebody's going to stop in the white van and get him. And Jared was saying that the, the most dangerous thing for our kids when it comes to abductions and human trafficking and all that kind of stuff, we give it to them. We buy an unbelievably overexpensive piece of equipment and, he, and give it to our children and make it so our children are more vulnerable to human trafficking. I, I mean, I'm, I feel pretty bad, actually. Well, and there's a part of this, if he'll stop playing on his phone, and I'm no, going to force him to talk call, about it. Because no, it's fine. Uh, so no, yeah. I'm <laughs> he can multitask, I feel yes. fairly Yeah, I'm, li- I'm listening. I'm looking up something that relates to this. But there's a whole other part of this that I've never thought of, and that is the tracking wiretapping, whatever you want to call it, that I've never even processed. In the phones? In the phones. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's, you can see everywhere you go. So it, um, put a pin in that. Okay. Remind me to go back to it. Uh, you're talking about us as parents, right? Right. Moms and dads giving, giving their kids one of the most dangerous tools on the face of the planet. And we're going to talk about how it's the most dangerous tool. That's what Allison's alluding to. Um, but I want to mention this first. Jack Reynolds, I had to look up his name. Uh, Jack Reynolds is one of the most notorious pedophiles in the history of at least the U.S., right? And they were doing an interview with him. And I listened to this interview. And um, by the way, Stephen Nick sent me said, said, don't forget to beg for money, as you just did. <laughs> That's for CRG. Uh, yes. Our nonprofit does run on donations. But um, so go back to it. So uh, this, uh, the guy I'm talking about, the most notorious pedophile, in, uh, in, in, in U.S. history. He's doing an interview. Y'all can look it up. He's doing an interview, and they said, the guy asked, he said, hey, what, what, what made you target a, target a specific kid? And this is before phones and all that. This is where you get snatched in the mm-hmm. you know, free candy van and taken you know, down the road. So he said, what made you target a specific kid? Um, hair color, you know, demographic, black, white, Asian, mm-hmm. Hispanic, whatever it was. They're asking, boy, girl, he wound up hitting both, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, or getting both. And what, uh, what made you target a specific kid? The first thing he said was, I looked at the dad. If the dad didn't appear to be a threat, that was my first, that was the first thing. So we live in a world. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. How about that for you, Dad? So I'm going to make a shirt that says, be a threat. Right. So we live in a world where, uh, I don't care, yeah, Mama Bear, everybody talks about Mama Bear, you're not a threat. If, if I want to take oh, you. I've seen the fe- movies, man. Girls yeah, can beat up guys like crazy. If you're a female and I want to take you, I will take you. That's, that's just the bottom line. Uh, now, in our society, what protects females is the fact that there's men out there who will go and stand on their behalf. That's why in any domestic situation, law enforcement shows up and they're first looking to deal with a male. I'm telling you that as a law enforcement agent, uh, that it will deal with the man first because he is the bigger physical threat. Uh, you ladies in this room, if you hit me, yeah, yeah, it might it might hurt, but it's probably not going to do much to me. If you hit me with an object now, that might change the game. Mm-hmm. Yet if I hit you, uh, it could really hurt you bad and maybe even kill you. And we see that happening over right. and over again. So, uh, number one, mama bear, protect your kids the best you can, but you're not the threat. It is the dad that this guy looked at, which I found it's unbelievably condemning, too. And you, you need to ask yourself a question, am I a threat? And our society wants to make men betas 
and get rid of that masculinity, right? A, a woman can be masculine, and a man needs to be feminine, and that's what we're elevating now, which is backwards. And that is the first thing that allows our children to be targeted. So I ask you, if you're a dad, are you a threat? You're not supposed to be your kids' friends. Your kids have friends at school. You're your mm-hmm. kids' parents. God gave mm-hmm. you your kids for a reason. Protect mm-hmm. them. If you're mm-hmm. a dad, be a threat. Be willing to kill anybody that's going to hurt your kid. Physically kill them. I'm not saying that is like a, mm-hmm. you know, no, just no, like I understand a, completely. an example. Yeah. Be willing to kill them if they want to So the whole the old stereotype of uh, don't mess with um, Sally Jane because her dad's standing on the front porch with a shotgun was not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing, at least according to one of the most notorious pedophiles. So that's the first thing. You're talking about giving our kids phones. We are so aloof and so obtuse to what's going on in the world. We have all these other things we're worried about as opposed to our kids who are supposed to have been given to us by God to protect and bring up in the best way that we can, ultimately, in, in, in his ways, if you're a Christian. Um, if you're not a Christian, I encourage you to, you know, Seek Jesus, he'll find you sort of thing. Um, But either way, we are supposed to protect our family. So that's the first thing. And protecting your family is dying on a hill with this thing right here. And it'll be creating issues with husbands and wives. But dying on a hill about this phone because you just opened the world. You didn't just open up Birmingham, Alabama or a park or your neighborhood. You opened the entire world up to your kid. China monitoring TikTok. You go all down the list. So... That is what I encourage people to do. Be a threat. So what all is what all, what all do these phones do? What are the what do the bad guys do? I mean, how does this so we, you can do, do this you on both. Together? You can do this on both ends. They have software out there where you can you can bug people's communications. Obviously, on the law enforcement side, you requires a warrant and go through a process. You know, you can bug their communications where I can see all the emails they they have going on. Right. So I, so this stuff that started with my child. I'm just saying a story. I'm a parent out there. Started with my child, and I say, okay, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna turn off. Turn off Snapchat and turn off this and turn yeah, off that. Don't that. Matter. It's there's, probably too late. Uh, yeah, probably so. But there's ways that that bad guys, you know, especially in the tech world, these dudes that do amazing stuff in the tech world. There's ways that they can uh, infiltrate that device and still target your kids. Chat rooms. He's holding up two minutes again. Mm-hmm. Uh, chat rooms. All of these. Snapchat's one because it deletes a lot of stuff that you won't be able to get back. We have tools in law enforcement to be able to to get that back. But um, what about like locating? ways to locate so like the, once you open a chat or something they can download so, well the it. easiest the easiest thing once they open a chat kids often tell more they don't try to hide themselves as much they tell more and once you garner enough information if you can and these predators are good at this garner enough information they can start looking you have vpns that protect sites but they mm-hmm. can look and see where your phone's coming from it has an imei number attached to it uh, there's a lot of different ways, but the easiest way, example, Strava, the running app, right? You know the Strava mm-hmm. app? Yeah. So this the freaking commander over in Russia got dusted a couple weeks ago. A buddy of mine sent it to me. He said he got dusted on his Strava run because Strava was posting his run, so somebody uh, smoked though, dude. Somebody knew he where was he running. was. Well, because it posted his run at certain times every day. And so every somebody, day is there. So these Same predators route. can literally yeah, well, get into your phone and watch where your No, you don't even going. have to get into your phone. A lot of it's just open source. A lot of it's just there. I was told. I got one. How about who here gets on Facebook and says, hey, you're going to have a great time at the beach, loving the beach. You just let everybody know that you're gone. Right. And especially some of the parents whose kids might go to school, maybe their kids are not gone with them. Now, if they are into your life a little bit, they know your kids are home alone. So and so now it's an even easier target. Again, is there a threat there? There's not a threat. So these it's, it's not as 
crazy as everybody thinks. I like that 30 seconds. Just so you yeah, know, 30 yeah. seconds to my man on the TV right there. This is 30 seconds. 30 seconds to the We're about to jump well, out done. of the I like this guy, man. It's this guy. 30 seconds. And we're jumping. we got to take a break. On the other side, I want to tell something I heard and let Jared... Tell us whether that's true or not. You'll want to hear it because it does impact your children. we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Sky, that one might put me to sleep as much as uh, no, no Brothers song. Yeah, well, it's okay. No, I'm just I'm giving you a hard time. I don't know anything about music. Like, okay, it's going to be really funny when we're interviewing Gary Palmer someday. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, the outro music is Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> That'd be, be awesome. So oh, we're trying God. to find that balance, Scott. <laughs> Very good. So, so what do you got for us there, Jared? Uh, well, I mean, it's this. Uh, I'm going to turn on this burner phone right here mm-hmm. uh, that we use for some of our operations. Again, this one's tied to some out-of-state stuff. And we'll just let it turn on and see what it does, see if it starts dinging with these messages. It'll drive you crazy. i got, like, PTSD from this thing. Where it just the 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 ding it makes will like drive you along. These are these are predators looking for usually uh, maybe not maybe not all of them, but but yeah, uh, a good a good many of them. They're they're they are trying to uh, message you because they think mm-hmm. you're a yeah thirteen year old girl or I something. You'd sure make an know. ugly thirteen year old girl. That's I know. I always want to so. be a teenage girl. We live in a time where you can do that. <laughs> It's wide open. Well, while that's coming on, I'll run this question by you. I was um, a friend of mine was telling me this story. They went to this this function, this event, it was a law enforcement deal, and the guy giving the presentation said, um, "Anybody want to volunteer their volunteer their phone? I want to show you what we can do oh, with the software." And I think it might have been one of those Israeli scan the whole internet things. And and uh, one guy said, "Yeah, you can use mine." Now, then this person telling me the story said. And thankfully, he didn't have a girlfriend on the side. He's not up to anything wrong. Because he said within five minutes, they had to sit there like five minutes. Within five minutes, this guy comes back, the guy running the class, and says, this is where you go all the time. This is where you drive. These are your friends. And in the background, you can hear that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, holy cow. Hmm. That's the people dinging to get in touch with so you put the thirteen year old girl. Yeah, you put out fake profiles, boys, girls, whatever, and these are people responding to, to their profiles. Oh, so so the person doing the presentation was able to tell him who his friends were, where his what his friends did, where his friends did, where he lives, where he goes, where he goes to work, where he stops by the you know what convenience store, where he gets gas, where if he has a girlfriend. He said it was unbelievable, and all they did was have to have a couple of numbers off the phone. Mm-hmm. And then it goes out, and it uses the phone and says, oh, this is this person. Oh, there's a Facebook account. There's a TikTok account. There's a there's a Twitter account, and it's, it's dinging and finding all those things. It knows who you talk to more often than somebody else. It says, that must be a friend. This must be your family members. This is who you work with. This is what you're interested in. You go to the ballpark. All, he was like... And, and the guy's first response was literally, I'm glad he was pretty boring. Yeah, because that would have been. But they do that at the high schools. I know if you're caught with drugs or different things at the high mm-hmm. school, they can take your phone and dump it and see everything. They can recover those Snapchats that you think are gone. They can mm-hmm. recover all these things. And um, 
I don't think our kids understand that, that not only can these things be found out, they really are always there. That picture you think that disappeared, mm-hmm. that conversation you had, somewhere. it's out there somewhere. And Unless you can get the person who deleted Hillary Clinton's emails, and right. then they are gone, unfindable, unsearchable, and no one will ever find them. I think you have to smash a server or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it in the library? Or, or you just have to lie about whether or not they were findable. And know the right people. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Wow. Jared, you sticking with us for a little while? Yeah, I can stick with y'all for a little while. Okay. Um, you still have to beg for Moody, money. Moody, Moody loved that. Nobody got it. It's a Sicario <laughs> reference. When I say I always wanted to be a teenage girl, have you ever seen Sicario 2? I love Sicario. Sicario 2, the guy sitting there, and he said, he said, look at that teenage girl in that house all to herself. And one of the eight, he goes, he goes, I always wanted to be a teenage girl. <laughs> so somebody just texted me that's listening and said, great movie reference. One of our friends, like that. absolutely. Um, right over so my head. let's, uh, I mean, wow. no. Can you read some of, no. Yeah, yeah, I'll read. Oh, I'll read good, more. right? Oh, 30 seconds? So to the job. Right, when we get back, we'll read one of the one of the messages of a guy we arrested off of this phone, at least, um, before we get back. Yeah. Okay. Hey, call your friends. Let them know what we're doing over here at Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We might even take a question or two. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by eighteen nineteen News. We appreciate you being here. Jared Hudson is with us. The whole gang is here. I'm here. Sky's here. Allison's here. Abs is here. And Jared Hudson is with us. Former Navy SEAL, um, law enforcement guy expert when it comes to human trafficking, especially child sex trafficking exploitation. And, and what's the name of that, uh, of your nonprofit again? I mean, I know Covenant Rescue Group. Covenant Rescue Group. But I want yeah. people to get yep. that, and they can find it at where uh, on the internet? CovenantRescue.org is our website. You can follow us on social media, see what we're doing. A lot of times we'll put arrests out that, that we've made uh, with the agency whenever the agency puts it out. Um mm-hmm. So you can just follow what we're doing, watch the little videos and stuff, but just realize we're hunting folks that are either selling kids for sex or buying kids for sex. And the way you find people that are selling for kids for sex is you get the guys who are buying kids for yeah, sex. You put, you put, you out, them, you put yeah. out the bait. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so Covenant Rescue Group, Covenant this, Rescue, is for, this yep. is for our friend Steven. Yep. Co- yeah, yeah. Send Steve, some yeah. money. Help right. them. And, and here's the thing. We all, we all act like we're upset about this. We got to do something, and myself included. We got to do something about human trafficking. We got to do something about child sex trafficking. Well, then give Covenant Rescue Group some money. Yeah, cause because y'all I mean, are yeah. legitimately doing the work. Yeah, we, we are. We, we go all over the nation to do this. We've made, uh, let's just talk about this year alone. We made six arrests, South Alabama. I think they've already been, to, uh, I think they've already got, I think they got 100% prosecution, or, you know, or they, all of them plead down to whatever they plead to, but all these guys are sex offenders. They, Pled to whatever felonies they pled to, but um, I'm trying to think. We did 18 uh, recently. Nick's Nick said thanks, Scott. Oh, they good. Good. Right good. Um, <laughs> the uh, so we did. I think 18 total off a recent one we did in Fultondale that was all over the news and people talked about. It, and there yeah, was a couple other agencies yeah. involved mm-hmm. in that. Um, and then we uh, Indiana. We knocked out eight in Brown County, Indiana. I believe it was. This is another message. I turned it on. It's still right. going on. So. Um, and y'all heard it even was in break, you know, yeah. dinging up sometimes. So people so. were hit, trying to contact the 13-year-old girl. Yeah, well, yeah on this one. You're going to read a couple saying? of them. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't want to read too much because I don't want to. This is one where this, this guy's already arrested. So, But I don't want to give too much away of, of what we do. But uh, this dude originally reaches out. 
you know, hey, and and we're back and forth, you know, hey, Bay, you know, what you what you trying to do and all that, you know. By the way, Bay, I guess is some is that Bay, as something that's is that Babe or best friend? Or I what think is now that? they're using Babe more. Else. They're, now they're using babe more, but bit and bay is what we've learned that, that kind of works, you know. But like I don't know um, all this stuff. Yeah, I don't bae either. Is like, like your thing, your, yeah. your girl. Your, oh, your, my bae. So you yeah, talk, yeah. Bae. So you talk. It's short for babe because we're too yeah. sorry boo, now. To we'll say. use boo a lot, you know. Okay. So again, you're trying to, you know, uh, you know, okay. your inner fourteen year old. Yeah. Um, but right here, this this guy's. There's already some talk going on. I'm not going to let you know what we got to get to this point, but. Um, he said, you know, how, how old are you since you can't drive? I said, 15, but I know what to do. This one, 15, was a statute. Um, and he says, uh, can I get a pick? I feel like I'm getting catfished. And so we go through the process. And, um, you know, I'll show you all this when we go off the air. But uh, he finally meets up. And this is a whole, a lot of times we have, uh, you know, we, we talk to these guys or girls and, they like give them every opportunity. Finally, you know, hey, what, you know, where are you at? My girlfriend's dropped me off from two minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you in? And he's like, ah, are you affiliated with the police or anything? Right. You know, and so we go through that process. And uh, I think this was a chat that I did actually, um, or one of the other law enforcement agents that, that were with us. Uh, what vehicle are you in? You find him. He pulls up by the vehicle. I'll show the video of this takedown whenever we go off the air. And uh, you know, he. Gives him the money, you know. I give you a hundred dollars, you know, for your for your time, and he's already met the the, you know, he's saying he wants to show up for sex. Um, so this girl is not inf- infatuated. Is she is she is, she's selling herself it, for sex? She's in the business. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what, and this guy's showing up to her, and and, and this. Fella, so she's not in love yeah, and all that kind of stuff. This, this is, is no, no, no. She's not a relationship. This is this is just a. Uh, he knows he's showing up to have sex with uh, the youngest we've done is 13. The, the oldest we do is 15. But depending on the state statute, 13, 14, or 15 mm-hmm. uh, is what you're doing. And, you know, of a 1,000 guys you chat that are looking for to pay for sex, 900 of them won't even talk to you again, tell you to pound sand, tell you you shouldn't be doing it. 100 of them will talk to you uh, and kind of entertain it. And then you wind up getting about 10 to 15 that would actually show up out of those thousands. So it's a one to one and a half percent, but it's one to one and a half percent that are not normally targeted because in law enforcement, what we say, they call it human trafficking. And it is a lot of times, but law enforcement targets prostitution. They target the, the, they're like, Oh, I'm going to chat these Johns. Look, that's prostitution. Once misdemeanor charge, but for the law enforcement agency, it leads to drugs, guns, warrants. So it does lead to something for the agency, are you arguably targeting crime? Yeah, you you are, but really, there's more of an issue that maybe a wellhouse or a trafficking hope. You know, organizations like that can deal with that aftercare uh, side of things. Mm-hmm. But what we're doing here is that one to one and a half percent that's not targeted. You are literally fishing a hole that's never been fished, or you're, mm-hmm. um, and and that's why we have so much success where we go with it is because there's not a lot of folks do this. And then the other thing, the Chris Hansen concept of to catch a predator, very similar to that, but. All right, so you blast their face all over media. Who flipping cares? These guys, all it does is make them smarter, makes them better at what they do. You're not doing anything. There's two options. I say this all the time. Option number one, report to the parking lot for the firing squad, kill them all. That's option no. number one. We don't do that in the U.S., right? And, mm-hmm. and as a Christian man, I believe that that's 
that's wrong. We have laws and things in place. You're innocent until proven guilty, but we have everything we need. So number two, we better be able to arrest them and prosecute them with cases uh, that are going to win. So one of the things you see a lot of NGOs doing is they chat these guys up, but the entire chat process was illegal. So you can't get, so you can't prosecute it. The best you can do is either smoke them or, uh, you know, just wave it in their face, put them on Facebook Live. Oh, you're disgusting! But who flipping cares about that? Right. It just makes I wouldn't even smart. know because I've never even seen that done. I mean, I'm sure people do it and out them, but well, no, I mean, you, I, there's I wouldn't a lot even of guys know because that, I don't do. You know, there's some news sites I don't. There's watch, a lot of guys so. that 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 do that. Um, Across the, uh, so what people think happens is their their thirteen year old daughter is you know on social media and falls in love with some guy she meets who's not really the guy and he ends up being some forty year old dude and the forty year old dude's looking for a you know a young girl and it's some it's some sort of weird sicko relationship kind of thing. I think that's what people fear a lot. How often is is that the case? It, it, I go back to the that we all feared our kid riding the bicycle down the street in our neighborhood, and the white van came and got him, which rarely, it, it, rarely, it, it, happens. Really, it does happen now. It does right. happen, but it's rare, very rare, very rare. Uh, but I'm sorry. Get back to you. Get but back I'm to saying, uh, how often is this some sort of romantic relationship? Now the guy is a predator, no it, doubt, it can, it but can the girl be. is falling in love with this that's, fake persona or she knows he's old and doesn't care because he's giving well, her attention. No, no, that's, that's what it is. Again, for dads out there, I want to say words that I can't say. Uh-huh. Um, don't be a stinking beta. Be right. a threat. Right. You are the man of the house for a reason. And guess what? If, if you're a single mom, a single parent, well, right. you have to be both. Right. But don't let somebody go after your kid because all these, especially little girls, because mm-hmm. the psyche, regardless of what society tells you, the psyche of boys and girls are different. Yeah, they are. But especially for little girls, um, they they are looking for that. And these predators, if they can give it to them, they know how to give them that emotional response. Yeah, I'll that protect they you. I'm mm-hmm. on your side. They will, uh, that is what they'll use. Now, the other thing that we see, and we've had them show up before, they show up with guns and stuff. You have like right. gang members or local gangs. We had one come out of Indianapolis for us one time, and that's the easiest one. You got dudes show up with guns. Well, we're right. dudes with guns too, so right. we can deal with that accordingly. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a, a gang send somebody, send two guys, almost like an Uber driver, to pick up uh, the the girls that, that they thought they were selling. So you will see that now. Uh-huh. Um, and and that's that's rarer than just a than a pedophile targeting your kid. Right. But that is another thing that people don't realize where if they get in with the with the wrong person and they're being chatted by the wrong person, right. they can be targeted in a way where they would be stolen and and sold um, at, by by a gang. That, and that's something that and uh, stay in the United States. And be here in the United States. Now, would they be found? Probably. Would they be found dead? Most of the time, yes. That's the way it right. is. So, um, it, again, you just have to be. It's not that they're showing up in a van and snatching your kids. It starts with the phone is the van. Right. The Internet, the computer, whatever it is, that is the van that they are using to snatch you. And once they snatch your kid, they don't even have to show up in a van to your house. They get your kid to walk away. Right. They the get kid will get kid in the car with them. The kid will go somewhere and get with them. And that's, and especially a young female, 
Um, again, I, a lot of people get pissed off. You're different. If anybody tells you that boys and girls are not different like the world says, they're an idiot, right? Biology is where I said that. God bless you. you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's God made it that way, and science has, has shown that to be true over you know thousands of years or however long we've been here. Um, we know that to be true, and it's it's different, and it's really targeted more toward young young women. Now, mm-hmm. that being said, we do see boys that are targeted uh, in that way, and generally speaking, uh, that comes from the homosexual community. And right. that's a whole other talk that we could get into, but uh, that is more prevalent in the homosexual community. Uh, the example I like to give is you see the guys that adopted the kid in Atlanta, I think this is like yeah. six months ago, maybe yeah. a year, and then all the adopted abuse. those boys, and then they were selling and Then there was a guy in the homosexual community who was like, hang on a second, wait, what's going on? And he was the one who gave the you know gave the initial report to law enforcement otherwise they never would have known about it so wow. that's something to think about on that end too so what kind of boys are is it do they kind of know what they're looking for i just can't imagine i could imagine my son being loving if the 30 year old lady was contacting him well yeah yeah but I, mean, I just don't see him some dude kind of be like i wouldn't even say what he would say and it wouldn't take much and here's the right. thing for most for most 15, 16-year-old boys or 14-year-old boys, it ain't going to take much coaxing for the for the 30-year-old smoke show right. to get them out of the house. Yeah, let's right. meet somewhere, right? right? So He's walking through and, the woods. And guess what? It ain't a 30-year-old smoke show. Right. It's somebody else, right? Um, case we were talking about recently, uh, it, you know, this, this uh, buddy of mine's son thought he was talking to some chick. Well, he's talking to some 55-year-old dude out of New Jersey. <laughs> Really? What happens when they when if they do meet up? Is that a, a true abduction? Uh, possibly, if they possibly if they if if they. Because I can only yeah. imagine if Max showed up, the fifty five year old dude. I mean, somebody's toting home with a toting home a butt, butt whooping. I'm that's pretty right. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be my son, but but see, somebody's, somebody's, getting, somebody's getting in a fight. Yeah, I mean, right. he'd be devastated, right? right. But uh, <laughs> the, uh, he would not tell his friends about it. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh so, but I mean, that's something. But that is something you think. So, on both sides, they're they're going after. Your kids, anybody who would target them, and and they're not as far. They're not far from you. You think that they're far. They're they're people in positions of, of power. Oftentimes, they're regular folks. Sometimes you have the gang members that, mm-hmm. that might try to, to steal somebody and and sell them. Especially if uh, if they realize that there isn't a threat of a family looking for them. Right. Generally speaking, if 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 your kid goes missing, you're gonna you know burn down the city to try to find them. We saw right. that with uh, Cupcake a couple years ago, the little right. girl that was found dead. But every agency in the southeast was looking for cupcake. The same thing with uh, Ana, right? And, right? And we now have a legis- legislation based off of, of her case. But um, we saw the same thing. Like literally every federal agency, agency in the southeast, every local agency was doing everything they could. The other day with the young lady that went missing that, that uh, now has returned, uh, everybody was actively looking for in every way they could. Like Hoover was covered up with guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... When it's somebody who is, who has a family or somebody that 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 cares cares about mm-hmm. them, I hate to say it like that, but there's somebody that's that is often a threat that deters people. So what they try to do is get you away from that family, uh, and the way they do that again is, is through that's the phone. Yeah, We've, Jared Hudson is with us. Hey, crawl out. I have been looking the wrong way, brother. My uh, my phone computer is on one side i've been looking at jared i see you over there brother if you'll hold on through the break we'll get you get your question for jared hudson who is our guest we're talking about human trafficking etc um i'm sure you're enjoying it 
Stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Allison, is that some of your music? Yes, thank you. That the white sounds, stripes. sounds very cowbell. Seven Nation Army. <laughs> That's what I listen to when I'm angry. When you're mad. And I'm driving. It still sounds like the cowbell and song. I mean, it's, it's got, got the same. same yeah, and you're making fun of cowbells, and then you're. No, that's like a good drum. Oh, that's different. That's different. Right, yeah. That's not okay. Ding, ding. It's the same beat. Nope. That all was these awesome. songs are all the same. It's okay. That makes Let's happy. go to Crawdad. I'm going to have to give Jared oh. my headphones. Crawdad, welcome to the program. No, I got it. I don't have to hear because you Ew. ask all the questions. Oh, okay. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Crawdad. This, this brings up a, a lot of old bad memories. I tell you, I've, I've got uh, three people in my past who have never been found one was taken uh at the beach down at fort walton never came home uh her friend saw her talking to some guy in the parking lot and then she's gone never came back that's been over 50 years ago another young lady uh we don't know where she went uh daughter of a good friend of mine never been found uh, one friend other relative not a relative, but a friend, of, you know, good family friend, uh, snagged while trying to wave down somebody to help her change a car tire on 65 up near Calera. And it just, this kind of stuff just hurts my soul because the devil, your adversary, wanders to and fro like a hungry lion in the wilderness seeking whomever he may devour. And we are not at war against flesh and blood, but against the principalities of darkness, even into the high places. So I'm glad that you're hunting and finding people and dealing with. But I wanted to ask you, sir, are you guys, do you maintain a a surfing over there in the dark web so you can things in the dark web? Uh, Yeah, we, golly, man, this thing. Yeah, we we do. um, That's a whole different side of this. That would be more more specific targeting as opposed to just a general what I call buckshot targeting uh, that that we do with a lot of agencies just to show them how to hit that one to one and a half percent on the child exploitation side. Um, but on the dark web, yeah, you can target specific people. So uh, there's two different things. We'll use just regular web and deep web for the buckshot approach and then for very specific approaches. And, and this is where uh, federal agencies spend most of their time. It takes longer to do, longer investigations, longer uh, the longer process. That would be the the dark web. So, in short, yes, uh, in long, it's a little bit different than just this phone y'all hear dinging in the background. It's two different styles uh, of, of targeting. I really wanted to thank you for your time and your service, and uh, I hope you don't have too many bone frogs on your body. <laughs> well, I don't have any tattoos. I got a lot of I got a lot of bone frogs in my heart. Let's put it that way. But I appreciate it, man. That's uh, at least that's what we sign up to do. Most of my buddies that 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 died in the teams at least got to die doing what they wanted to do. So thank you. I appreciate that. Sure. Thanks, thanks, Crawdad. We appreciate you, brother. So before we wrap up, and um, you were we were talking earlier in the program and, and a little bit off air on what people should and shouldn't do, especially women. We started this whole conversation because of the story out of, out of Birmingham that um, Elise was put out, that a, a young lady stopped on the side of the road because you saw a toddler walking on the side of the interstate at 
nine thirty at night, nine thirty five, something like that. And uh, and you were saying off the air, Jared, there's just stuff you shouldn't do. So well, yeah. let's get back to that and and try to leave some folks with some good advice on maybe the top points of don't do this, don't do that. And I'm sure the phone will be in there at the end, especially for your kids. Um, so here I'm gonna t- can I take these? Yeah, take those headsets yeah, off. I don't like hearing myself echo. So um, (laughs) the first thing is, especially for females, and I'm a guy, I've got three daughters. My wife is very in tune with with stuff's going on, especially with them. She was at a water park the other day, and some some old guy was kind of being weird, hanging around them, and especially as they're leaving, say, hey, girls, and come over and dance. And my wife was very very brash. You know, and she goes, no, girls, we don't dance with strangers. Now, here's the thing. It could have been an old guy who's just, yeah, he, he could. It, it might have just been normal, you know. He might have just right, been a guy right. with grandkids, and he's just right. He's, he's, he's missing not, having grandkids or whatever. He doesn't have to be a sicko. He, said, right. he, he might not be a sicko. Right. And you you toe the line of offense, but again, be a threat, right? right. So, and right. he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by that. You know, I'm only harmful to myself," is what my wife said. He said, but she was very in tune with what's going on. She's got an 18 month old. Uh, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old with her, and then her other friends are there with their kids. They're going across the parking lot as they're leaving the water park, and this guy had kind of been hanging around. So she's already kind of watching uh-huh. for that. So that would be the first thing. If you have young kids with you, like, and, and even teenage kids, be involved in their life to a point that they don't even like you because you're involved. You're not your kids' friends, right? Uh-huh. Teach them at a young age, but then stay involved even as they're still in your house. That's one thing. Now, uh, for the women out there, for the females, my wife, I don't care. I don't care what you see on the side of the road. Do not, especially at nighttime, do not pull over to deal with that on the on the side of the road if there is something going on right there, right? Mm-hmm. A baby stroller, whatever. Pull past it, mile past it, the next exit. Call right. 911 and say, right. this is what I saw. I'm waiting on this exit. Send a cop to me, and I can take him to what I saw. But this is what I saw. I want to make sure this baby's okay. You do not do that because you're putting yourself in a minimum. You could just get hit by a car getting out trying to deal with right, something. Right. Um, you're putting yourself at unnecessary risk, especially in the world we live in, uh, and then especially at nighttime. Also, don't be on your phone all the time. We've talked about the phones the whole time. When you go out to your car, have your keys in your hand. Be ready to get in your car and drive away. Do you um, check your car? Make sure nobody's in there? That's one of the uh, things, you, but you I don't can, know how much that check, happens. You can. That's harder to, to, yeah, you know, to for somebody off. to get in your car. But just when you get to your car, be heads up. Have situational awareness. If you're walking out and it feels like somebody's making a beeline to you, walk back in where you came from and get somebody to walk out with you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be... What predators, and even with me targeting guys, what you look for is that zebra that's limping, just like the lion does. I'm not going after the freaking stallion. I'm going after the one that's limping. Mm-hmm. And don't be the zebra that's limping, okay? Uh, stand out in a threatening way. Be threatening. Be, and it's not, that's not a bad thing. Be somebody that somebody doesn't want to try to snag because they're like, ah, this one might, you know, put me to the test a little bit. And so that's what I would encourage women to do. Uh, men don't. Have if you to break down, your much. wife breaks down on the side of the road. What should she do? Well, she's it, probably going to call me immediately. Yeah, but stay what, in the lock yeah. your car. Stay in the call car. Call AAA. Don't don't, don't wait. Don't. don't let some if a, if a random you know person shows up to to talk. You don't have to be weird, but don't roll the window all the way down. Just crack it. Say no, it's okay. My husband's on his way, or whatever it is. Or right. we're at twenty seconds right now. So. Uh, just be smart about what you do and, and view everybody as an adversary until they prove themselves otherwise. And when it comes to your kids, 
view any other adult that's not a family or friend, and even sometimes families and friends, but view every adult as an adversary uh, when it comes to your children. Very good. Jared Hudson has been our guest. We appreciate it, brother. And uh, on the other side, we'll tell people how to get in touch with y'all again, too. Alabama Unfiltered Radio will be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. Don't forget to go check out 1819news.com. If you're enjoying this show as well as the other content put out by 1819 News, you can support that work by going to the 1819news.com and becoming a member today. 1819 News is your citizen-supported truth-teller, shining the light on what's happening in the state, uncovering corruption, and celebrating the good, the true, and the beautiful. Support nonprofit journalism that represents your values. Become an 1819 News member today. And speaking of uncovering corruption, celebrating the good, the true, etc., I'm not giving him the beautiful one. Um, Jared Hudson is with us. With Covenant Rescue, don't forget to go over to CovenantRescueGroup.org. CovenantRescue.org. CovenantRescue.org without the group and and support what they're doing. And he's showing us stuff off the air that uh, just just makes you nauseous. I mean, it's it's, it's getting to be lunchtime, and I don't want to make you sick of your stomach, but um, they're doing good work. And there are a bunch of predators out there. And we were talking before the break about what people should do, what people shouldn't do. I thought we were going to let Jared go, but then he said stuff off the air that I was like, okay, men men need to hear this too as well. And you said, Jared, um, that you don't stop to help people. Or help women? No, heck no! I don't stop to help women because they can say anything. And uh, we used to, we used to, and I still do. If there's a woman on the side of the road and she's having to fix a tire or whatever, I'm like, well, somebody needs to stop and help her. If I see my sister or somebody that I know really well, okay. On the side of the road, I will stop to help them. Okay. But as a man, a woman can say anything in this society, and that's what's going to be believed. Mm-hmm. They, she can say that you did anything. And, and let's go all the way back to the story, the biblical story of uh, Joseph. Joseph was doing the, the right thing, and what mm-hmm. happened? Potiphar, Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife. wife wanted Joseph, and what did Joseph Joseph was doing the right thing. No, ma'am, no, I can't. He got caught with her alone one time. She pulled his robe off. He ran out, and what did she say? She said, this Hebrew you brought in here uh, tried to tried to rape me, and, and mm-hmm. basically uh, when, I, when I screamed, he ran away, and Joseph was thrown in jail. So you see, there was something wrong said about joseph even though he was doing the right thing and what she said was believed because she was the she was the queen of the house it was and right. her husband uh believed in joseph uh, joseph was thrown in jail so it's kind of the same thing protect yourselves don't be a stinking idiot women don't stop for a stroller on the side of the road pull past it call somebody men don't stop for a, a, a single woman if you just see one lady on the side of the road mm-hmm. Uh, if there's a guy and a girl out there, all right, men, you can stop and help. Women don't try to stop and help at all. Right. Um, because I don't care what anybody says, it's the world that we live in. And it's the world. It's been around since the beginning of time. I mean, Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Same right. problems, different people. Um, men can help more in those situations without worried about being targeted. So mm-hmm. if somebody is going to stop, it needs to be a man. But don't let it just be you and a woman because that woman can say anything she wants in our society and you're going to have your feet held to the fire on it even if you didn't do yeah. anything. And besides, I want my wife um, I want my wife knowing that I'm on the up and up with with everything. So if she's like, why were you, why were you stopped there? You know, mm-hmm. and it, being able to explain to her now and saying, well, I stopped to help some uh, some female on the side of the road, that's going to bring up questions in, in her mind right. that are not necessarily good. 
the last thing I'll leave you with in this is completely different topic, but it's like when people ask me, hey, should females be in the in the SEAL teams? If you want, fine. If you want to put make chick SEALs, make but make them all chicks. Don't have any females mixed with dudes. You want to know why? Because uh, if you sit down and talk with the wise of all of the SEALs, they will be upset about that because the chick that makes it through, she ain't going to be some Arnold-looking chick. She's going to be like one of these 130-pound CrossFit chicks. And you put one female in that platoon, and these guys are spending every day with them. Me and some buddies were talking about it. And it's a joke. The wives are always like, y'all know each other better than better than we know each other. You know right. your team guy buddy better than you know your wife. Right. Um, because you spend so much time together. You bleed together. You go to war together. And now you're adding a female into that? Not to mention just... Yeah, that bond th- really starts. That bond starts to happen. Now the bond is between male and female. And everybody talks about, oh, you believe in God and don't believe in science. Well, you idiots are the ones that don't believe in science. Because what does biology show us? Mm-hmm. When... Male and female of anything get together, what right. generally happens? Right. There generally winds up being some biological things take right. place, and that drives a wedge between you and your family. So just don't do anything that creates that. So when, so when the nitwit politician or the nitwit sociology person, the professor down at yeah. the local university says, Jerry, you're, you're supposed to, y'all, you men are supposed to be professional. Do you just say... No, nah, they're flipping idiots because they've never been in a profession. They just sit around and talk about professions, right. but in reality, they've never done anything. That's why uh, the, the, a great movie is uh, the one with Rodney Dangerfield, where he's actually a businessman. And he goes back to school, and he's making fun of the, the professor that keeps talking about business, but he's never done anything. Right. And Rodney Dangerfield knows about business, and, and that's what I've seen. Finishing my MBA, I saw that. I saw instructors or teachers who didn't have a stinking clue about what running a real small business was like, putting out stuff that made no sense in the small business that I was running at the time while I was finishing my MBA. Uh, So, so yeah, I think that don't listen to them. They're idiots. The zeal without knowledge we talked about on the first part. It doesn't just say it's bad. It says it causes you to miss the mark. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I, I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of my my heart on that one. I wouldn't listen to these clowns that say stuff like that. I don't stop to help women on the side of the road. Sorry, ladies. I'm not going to put myself or you in that position where anybody could even. I'm say pretty anything. sure if she's a female in America, she's got a phone. She does. Yeah. And if you're a female, <laughs> hey, if you're a female on the side of the road, stay in your car. Call your dad. Call no. your husband. Call AAA. Well, whoever it is. Call them. Call the police. The police yeah. will show up to, to help because now it is in that. You're talking about keep it professional. Now it is in that professional uh, uh, vein or that professional line, and it's not, you know, it, it's not, it can't be construed as nefarious right. in nature. Right. Does that make right. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so maybe, or hey, you got a, have you called anybody? You got a phone? Well, you're all good. I, mean, I guess I could say I'll, I'll wait till the police come. I'll be in my car. Maybe. Just go on. All right, I got it. I can, <laughs> tell, by, it. I can tell by the look. Just keep driving. Yeah. I'm I'm usually late. Anyway, say that. Then. Oh, this is the this is the kids in bags. Yeah, yeah can we talk is, about is, it's a total uh, shift? But yeah, this is shift. This is just what you see overseas. This is uh, uh, this is in um, Congo. They're selling kids into the cobalt mines for all you electric vehicle folks that China's you know get run those cobalt mines. Right. Um, this is something that. Uh, Congressman Palmer has really been working with me a lot on trying to get more. I got buddies over there trying to help us affect that. So uh, for us, the reason we didn't do much overseas stuff is just to start to impact that, which... Um, describe that video. Yeah, it's just kids in uh, uh, it's literally food bags and barrels. 
Yeah. Kids in bags. They're being, being sold for twelve dollars. Yeah, they they're, are they're, like, they're tied like up. big canvas garbage bags. Yeah. They're, and they're in the bag and they they drop they, they bring their bags the kid out. out. So they pull his yeah. head out. Hey, we got these two boys in this bag. And one's probably eight and one's maybe three. Uh yeah, probably, give or take. You maybe know, two. That, I think the youngest out here was uh well, you got that little girl right there who looks like she's two. So, are they um, bidding on these kids? Like, or yeah, I think they're being sold for twelve dollars. I think the, the translator, yeah, twelve dollars was the price he was given, but they're pulling them out just like slaves, like you, would, you know, we think of back they in eighteen hundred. Why are there not uproars about what's going on in the Congo? Well, we We're, can't worry about that well, until we get reparations in America, and then we'll have enough money, well, the, the, and we'll worry about the Congo. The That's problem is, is most people live in this symbolism without substance stuff. That's what yeah. law enforcement agencies do with prostitution. Hey, we get seventy human traffickers. No, you didn't. You rolled up seventy on a prostitution stand. You got some misdemeanor charges on some prostitutes if you even charge them, and then you got some guys that you've been going after for drugs or guns or whatever. Right. It's symbolism without substance, not human trafficking. You want to do something? Hit those that are targeting kids. That's the one to one and a half percent. Now you're hitting some felony charges on folks that are going after kids, and you might even be able to find somebody who's selling a kid, which is some of the harder things to do, or somebody who might try to steal a kid in the future. That's a little bit harder. Um, here it's the same thing. Now I will tell you this: Congressman Palmer really wants this, so we're trying to. I'm trying to get him some yeah, validation. Let's finish stuff this up this. on the other side. Is that he gave us a 30 second radio? mark. Yeah, he did. He, he gave us. He gave us the. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. We are powered by 1819 News. Abs and Al are here. Jared Hudson with Covenant Rescue Group is with us. And I just told him off the break. He was telling us some other things. And I'm just like, look, I'm a big believer in ignorant bliss. There's just things I don't want to know, Sky. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm better off not knowing. I haven't imagined them. But now I know them and I won't be able to forget some of it. It just, it just bothers me what what goes on out there in the world and it's just uh i don't know so we were talking before the break about some of the stuff that goes on internationally and this kind of just brings it back to a, a, a national topic an international topic this whole climate change we got to save the planet we've got to we need electric cars and we need windmills and we need solar panels and and those electric cars and things take minerals metals, etc., that come from mines in other parts of the world where slaves are being used. Children are being used as slaves. And that's what we were talking about, this video that's kind of gone viral of people in Africa. What what country was that? The Congo? The Congo. And yeah. they were... Well, no, I don't know if that video was viral. It's I just showed I've it. seen it. If I've seen it on social media... I showed it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. a social media. Okay, yeah. so it may not be viral. No, it could just be people who... sent it to me. Who, no, yeah, so yeah. It's not, not, it's not viral. Who focus on... Yeah. It should be. We can put it out there. Can I and, post it? And these let's kids, not do that. Let's, let's not, not, let's not do that. Well, put it this way. Yeah, it should have been. I thought it was. Y'all just ran across it on social media. I figured if I saw it, everybody in the world had seen no, it. No, 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 no. But a buddy in... Z- in Zambia uh-huh. texted me that because he's ah, wanting gotcha. us to help with that if we can. Oh, okay. And so I've now gone to the congressional side with it right. through Gary and pushed it over to some other guys in government. We're, we're, we're working on this, but the biggest thing is is those are kids being sold to go work because labor trafficking is the largest form of trafficking in the world. Not right. sex trafficking, not organ harvesting, it's labor trafficking. They're being sold to work in the Congo mines. So, again, you're talking about, hey, we talk about slavery that happened 200 years ago. You just said that, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the break. We talk about that, and, and that's terrible. Okay, great, but guess what? It's gone. Those are black children for everybody to know. Those are little right. black children being sold by 
uh, warlords and 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 these you know turds that are selling these kids for twelve dollars a pop, yeah, and, 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 and they go slavery. steal them somewhere else. They steal them from villages, they and kill do. their parents, and they sell them into slavery. I heard a, a wait. Woman, so their parents don't. I mean, a lot, not that of, that lot of their it. parents are dead. So I, I listened to a lady in South uh. Sudan uh, when I was there three years ago now, uh, doing some work with with them in South Sudan. She was telling when uh, Joseph Coney and the Lord's Resistance Army came through. And they were killing everybody in her village, but she actually had to kill her parents. She was the oldest sister. I think she was 13 at the time, listening to her testimony. And uh, her parents were telling her, it was, it's okay, it's okay, baby, do this. Because if she didn't kill her parents, they were going to kill her brothers and sisters who were all younger than her. So she cut her dad's head off and her mom's head off with them telling her it's okay. That's the rest of the world. And then what happened to the younger brothers and sisters that were able to? They live? were all no, they're all taken and sold. And sold so into the, slavery. The boys are in the 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 child the child army. Remember here the child soldiers yes. and all mm-hmm. that. So the boys are sold into that, and then the girls are generally oh. sold for sex trafficking. Um, you know, in 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 some way. So that's what goes on regularly. That's what was going on in the early two thousand. Now some of that stuff has ended, but they still raid these villages, take these kids, and. Uh, Primarily make them work, fight in a in, in the in in the uh, in, in, in armies, whatever they're yeah, whatever, whatever they're doing, the time, yeah, right. whatever they're doing, and and that's that's what they that's what they do, and so that is what you see overseas, um, and it's the same all it's the same thing. It's it's those who are stronger uh, going in and trying to to prey upon those who are weaker, and that's right. all. And it's the same thing here. It's the same thing we see going on here. Those who are stronger, right? Somebody, a grown man, is going in and preying upon your fourteen-year-old daughter, or so, those who are weaker, those who they can and pull away, and that's it's the same thing. It's just kind of a different application of it, um, and so that's that's what you see. So it's real slavery. It is real slavery. It's not talking about what used to be. It's talking about the reality of what is right now today, and that's kind of to make our electric around. cars. So that and the cobalt mines, that's what they're doing, making so batteries for electric cars. So that we can act like, I'm a better person than you. Some virtue Because I don't support electric cars. All right, oh one more time gosh. for Stephen. How do people donate all the money to you? Covenantrescue.org. Covenantrescue.org. And uh, it's got a you know thing on there. You can sign up for newsletters and donate you know monthly or send a check in or do whatever you want. It's got all kinds of options, credit card options. You know, we're, so, we're a real organization. Y'all go out there. It's the real I'll deal. I'll give you Legitimate. money so I don't have to go out there because I couldn't do it. Yep. CovenantRescue.org. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Jared Hudson has been with us. We'll be back. We are back, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. This is the start of the third half of the program, the July the 17th edition. I can't believe it's July the 17th already. God, back in the old days when they said... You know, when you get older, time goes by more quickly. It's the truth. But I have I have figured out a way to make time go slower. How? Now, this is serious. I'm serious as a heart attack. If you don't have enough time in your day and you're like, man, time is passing me by, try to fast. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'm not going to eat till tomorrow night at dinner. And there is a lot of time in the day. The clock, the clock stops. I mean, it's like the second hands are like, click. Wait for your Clint. wife to draw, try on clothes as well. That was <laughs> <laughs> Go shopping. Go for a run. Yes, yes. I've only been running three minutes, and I think I'm stopping. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we were we were not honest with you. Jared Hudson has decided to stay, frankly, doing a lot of work during the program. So he probably is getting more done by staying here with us than he, than he would be driving his car. But he is still here, and... Uh, 
And Randall was part of that because he had a question. And um, so, Randall, welcome to the program, brother. I hope you are doing well. Hold on. i got to pass some headphones to to Jared. I couldn't hardly take no. it not being able to hear it earlier. Hey, Randall. Hey, how y'all doing? Doing Man, good, buddy. Well, that's, a, that's a hard question right now to be talking because there's a lot of deep stuff going on. And, and thank you, sir, for coming in and sharing experience. And one, one of his, I'm sure he has something to do with this, but uh, this has only been two years ago. And Dave, something just like what he explained happened to a young girl. And and this this officer here is trying to be nice on Randall. Uh-oh. We lost him. I think Randall it's has the NSA. out. Well, maybe, maybe he will call back. All they right. don't want us. I'm going to put you on hold, Randall, if you can still hear me. I'll yeah, check they don't want you. Randall. They know he's on the They something. know he knows what's yeah, going on. I'm convinced. So, Jared, while we've got a, a second between, if somebody else has a question for him, feel free to call. This is that one time, and I know a lot of y'all have been listening. It's 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 a riveting conversation. It's a painful conversation, but it's one, one we have to have. And... Um, Maybe Randall's coming back on the other line. I would think the, the one of the most interesting things we've talked about today is the whole thing about the cell phones. For people who haven't been on the program earlier, Jared Hudson's involved in, um, he's former Navy SEAL. Is, is that one of those things where y'all say you're not ever a former, like the Marines, like senators? No, nah, nah, I mean, I was, you, you used I to be a SEAL. I used to be a SEAL. I'm not a SEAL anymore, yeah. Okay. I mean, I still Because you're old I'm, now. Yeah, we're, well, you are. So I was uh, running a training for, let me tell you that. I was running a training for some guys, and uh, long story short, they said, uh, I kept talking about these old Master Chiefs, and a buddy of mine was, you know, running trade ed at the time, and he said, uh, Moose, he said, he said, hey, Jared, I just want to let you know, you keep talking about these old Master Chiefs, he said, I'm the senior chief over this, this, uh, this debt. Mm-hmm. And he's actually two years younger than me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like dang. So then another guy told like, me. Oh, that hurts. Hurt. So we were out there running training. And another guy said, dang, man. He said, uh, he said you're pretty jacked for an old dude, man. I said, <laughs> I said, bro, I'm, I'm 37. You know, all these team guys are, right. you know, 27 to 33, you know. Right. And he said, he said, you get in there in the gym getting after you. Yeah, man, pretty jacked for an old dude. So I called my wife. I said, hey, one of these, one of these young team guys said, said, I'm pretty jacked for an old dude. She said, listen to what he said. He said, you're pretty jacked for <laughs> an old dude. For you right <laughs> so anyway, that's, uh, so yeah. You weren't so even we, at the full tip of how good you could be as an old dude. You were just pretty jacked for an old That's painful. Hmm. I, I want to switch gears to something we were talking about during the break, and this will really throw Randall off and get him going on the conspiracies. But l- Russia and Ukraine, what's your take on what's going on over there? And how does this end? Because I know you have buddies that are... Can we get out? Are we too far in? What is what is going on? I mean, on? I think we're probably too far in at this point in time just because of what we've seen our, uh, you know, our, our military leadership or whoever it is do. And the problem with most of our military leadership is most of them are chumps that can't win a fist fight, much less a gun fight. They've never been in a fist fight, a lot of them. They've definitely never been in a gun fight. So Mike Rogers has. No, Mike Rogers is not. <laughs> and I'm sure Mike's a, Mike's a nice guy, but, you know. Um, you didn't see the fight on the house floor? No, nah, I saw him on the house floor. Okay. I thought, man, if I was that dude right there and that old man's getting in my face, he would get slammed quick. That would irritate the stew out of me. 
It's a lot of symbolism without substance, man. Don't be a flippant chump. Now, now um, this war in Ukraine with Russia, our government says we're not really fighting this fight. Now we're we're funding nah, it to the nth we're degree. Fighting. We're, we're fighting. I, 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 talk, well, I got buddies text me right now who are there, right? So every aspect of you know of it, we've got guys on the ground working. Now that being said. Um, this is, in my opinion, this is U.S., and again, take it with a grain of salt, um, this is U.S. versus Russia and China. That's what we say, U.S. and our, our the allies, right? Mm-hmm. The, the allies versus versus these powers. Uh, if from the get-go, I'll be honest with you, my opinion, Russia probably uh, was, was responding the same way we would if oh, we absolutely had Russia we standing up bases in Mexico as close, you know, as kind of what we were doing. We've worked with Ukrainians a long time. Um, and uh, I get a sit rep from a buddy. That's a situation report daily, um, and I shoot it over to some uh, friends on the on the House side and on the Senate side. Uh, but he's on the ground there uh, mm-hmm. on behalf of the U.S. government. But he sends those to me uh, daily for me to be able to put out to, to other people because sometimes the channels they go through are not. Uh, they don't get to the appropriate people. <laughs> I think so, that's how you say they filter them out before they get to the yeah, appropriate people. Yeah, we make sure it gets to the appropriate people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's... Um, we... If, if Ukraine loses, then the U.S. is lost. And it almost seems like there's no way for the U.S. not to lose because of what Zelensky early on declared what victory would look like. Right, right. And yeah, he gave what, us no room. We can't... What victory looks Russia's like not going to give up yeah, the Donbass. What, what victory looks like is a loss. So it's like, all right, well, crap. So um, I think that that's what the U.S. is playing with. You know, how do we, you know, mitigate this? If, if China brokers a peace deal... We lose the at least the perception and the appearance of world superpower, which we already kind of are. And then if uh, if if we broker a peace deal, we broker a we broker a peace deal that winds up being uh, a loss for us because of what the terms the terms that were set for this war early on. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the problem. I get videos from buddies every day. I got a lot of buddies that are on the British side. They're on the contractor side fighting and supporting there. And they uh, they send videos of gunfights and stuff they're getting into regular. I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like trench, trench warfare. There's a lot of trench warfare going on just right. with this generation fighting equipment, drones, and all that stuff. And you know, if uh, it's uh, I mean, it is. It's war. So, do we just keep sending money? Is that the only way this this ends? Cluster bombs and money? No. Nah, I mean, if in my personal opinion, no. But we're kind of in a position of, and again, my opinion, take it with a grain of salt. I feel like we're damned if we do, damned if we don't. It's a can, bad can we situation. look any worse than what we did in Afghanistan? Well, no, and that's part of the issue that we're running into here. Had we maintained at least some foothold in Afghanistan, we would have been able to easier, more easily support. What's the 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 Ukraine initiative? We lost it all, and right, I went right. there. I was there. I had to right. give reports to certain people. I was there. There was Russian movements all over the Afghanistan Tajik border. There was Chinese movements all right. through there. So I mean, and I I got pictures on my phone of it. I saw it right right in person. Me and a couple of buddies that went there to do some work, um, well, helping me- people get out. So all that being said, I you know it's a uh, man. I don't know. I, I I really don't know how. What's the best way? That's why you said danged if you do, danged if you don't. So let me ask you from a military standpoint. And my impression is that our leadership at the very top, and you already alluded to some of our military leadership, um, 
did they think they were going to run over the Russians like we did the Iraqis or something? I mean, uh, you know, Russians aren't stupid. They're not weak. They're not wimpy, I don't think. No, I, th- I you know, I don't really know, but I do know this. If you look at what Putin's doing, and I've never never read, but if you just study Putin and, and read anything that he's put out over the last 20 years, he's not doing anything real different than what he said he's going to do. So it's not yeah. like it's... Yeah, he didn't surprise us. No, he's, he's, he's not, he's he's not warned us. He told it's, us. Yeah, he did the red so, lines. He said, um, you know, and if you do this... I do think that the that the Russians have dealt with, and this is just from buddies on the inside that right. have talked, the right. Russians have dealt with some of the same political stupidity that we deal with on, on the war. So you see that with the, the Wagner Group thing going on right. and all right. that. Um, I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I do think they deal with some, some stupidity from their leadership. Uh, however, uh, I, I believe that the Russians have probably, and this is, again, me regurgitating what buddies have told me on the ground, they've probably not put in as much as we th- the media portrays them to put in because they don't want to kill everybody there because they want they don't want to destroy the infrastructure they they right. want the infrastructure that is in place in Ukraine they want right. there there's a lot of it's not you know blitzkrieg like you see in World War II right. they are tra- and, and a lot of the people in Ukraine they want to be russian right. that's the other thing ukraine is one of the most corrupt countries in the in the world Right. And there's a lot of Ukrainians that don't want to necessarily be. So why are we acting like Ukraine is this utopia? Well, let's of- be. Let's, let's say you say we got to be careful. We it's the it's the what the media portrays and and what our government portrays. And what what did uh, um, General Sherman say? You know, Sherman that did the March to the South. He I'm said, not a big fan, but what he said. Yeah, he said uh, if uh, and he was a Southern boy by the way. He's from Louisiana. He said if if I had my way, we would kill everybody in the media. But I'm sure we'd be getting reports from hell before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> because because it was the media even in that day that oftentimes uh, misinterpreted whether purposely or not purposely what was actually going on and that's and I think that's a lot of what we see with the Ukraine. I'm people. talking about the Biden administration, congressmen and women. I mean, our political leaders act like. You are the worst person ever. Yeah, like you, Ukraine's the, the crown if, of the right. world, and if we well, give that they up, they are not. Yeah, well, and it's and, and it's the same. But it's the same thing that all the same clowns were screaming at the top of their lungs about a COVID vaccine, and a lot of them didn't get a COVID vaccine. A lot of them were exempt from having to do that, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the question is: Do you are you going to believe what they say? Now, that being said, I think a lot of it is. I hate to say it. It's almost like it's it's high school. You know, you want to. It's you just go with what the in crowd is saying. And if they feel that that what if they feel they say what they might actually believe or what they are seeing to be true, mm-hmm. but if they feel they're going to get you know lambasted by the media or by the people or whoever it is, then then they're going to say whatever they think they need to say to maintain their spot. So again, it's not a. I'm not saying it's a good thing or not, but you know we're kind of in a bad situation with it. Yeah. We've gone a little too far with this thing, and it's still ongoing. Right. No, there's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. Let's see if we can get Randall in. I know we don't have much time, and James has a question. But uh, Randall, <laughs> welcome back in. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, the, qu- the question is, did, sir, I hope, did you have any, did you help with the movie Prosper by any chance? Because that's, that's the one movie that, that it seems like that got, is about trafficking that, that in the early stages of far as, as, uh, as, as Southern women of this, you know, the movie Priceless? Yeah, and, and nobody really ever, nobody talks about that movie. That's what makes me think. This other part wasn't homegrown. This other movie wasn't so homegrown as, as Priceless was. But I was just hoping maybe you had something to do with Priceless. And the other thing I want to say, this, 
some good stunt, stuff, man, what he's working on. Because in some signs for y'all people out there, if your daughter likes to go to her grandma's a lot, make sure she ain't just shutting stuff up in the bedroom. And if, if you are the alpha male that's a coach and, and you got your son that's a star pitcher and you drag your daughter along to the to the to the baseball practice and she sits on the pen on the phone, that, that, that's some signs that you know what I mean that she likes to be by herself on the phone. Because a girl from David, man, she was only two houses in between her and my daughter, her grandma's house. And that's where she ended up. She always came to. And that's the only reason. I mean, they went to the same school, but that's the only way my daughter knew her. You know what I mean? was through that way. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she, before he knew it, she even walked up the road in the car with an older guy from Georgia. Knew she was getting in the car with an older guy and, and was in Georgia before they blinked her eye. They got her back. I mean, y'all got her back. I'll say your work because no matter what, you touch some lives. And, and so y'all got her back, man. And and that's just a, a, a tremendous of what you do. And But y'all check out Priceless. And, and, and if I'm wrong about this one, I think the money leads to a good place. It started out in Australia. It's funny. And I just I don't see how they can hide it. They did sell it the right song. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I want, I want to tell this because I don't want I, like you said, you don't want to scare everybody. There last week, last Friday, I said something that happened in Mississippi. I went back to try to pull up the stuff. It either I got the storage crossed or all the storage been changed. The, the re-ends where they were saying it's been hijacked and the women saying they got away and they didn't get. I don't know how they. Some of the women said they got away and they didn't get robbed. How they know they just don't get robbed when they got re-ends and got away. The, all the news stories didn't change on that. I, I mean, maybe I just had that mixed up in my head, and it was always that they were just stealing cars. But maybe, I just want to say, and I don't want to be throwing out there false information to scare people. You got it, man. Well, thanks, buddy. Dangerous. I appreciate you, man. Very, very good. Hey, look, even even I make a mistake at times. Appreciate you, brother. Y'all know I'm kidding. We got to take a break. Jared Hudson is with us, apparently for the whole show, and I'm very happy about that. So we appreciate him spending time with us. Fascinating and interesting. How was that over there? We'll be back. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. I couldn't hear it. What song was it? Wagon Wheel. Oh, that was my song. Jared said he likes it. By the way, um, where are we going to be Wednesday night? Oh, Y'all, we're coming back to Montgomery. We're going to go to Greg Bedell's. He's letting us join his party again Wednesday night. At Wings. At Baumhauer's. Baumhauer's Wings. I'm going to actually eat this time. Yeah, that bang bang <laughs> shrimp <laughs> was so good. Did you not eat it? Well, she oh, was, was so good. busy talking. Was was good. We were talking to people. So, right. 6 o'clock, we'll all be there. We're going to come down to Montgomery and do the show with Sky. So he doesn't have to look at Joey all the time. Mm-hmm. I get so lonely. He can look at something else. Well, we'll um, have we'll there. So Wednesday night, six o'clock. Kind of short notice. I know it's notice. a short notice, but uh, hopefully, if you get a chance, you can be there. Here. And if it storms again, we know we're I'm not supposed to be there. Quit messing with your hair. We're pre-designed. You're trying to tell your daughter so quit messing with her hair. Quit messing with your hair. I'm not. I wonder where she got it. You're just twisting it up. That doesn't cause split ends or anything. I watched it yesterday, so it's all pretty. Fantastic. Don't forget to sign up for 1819 News. Go over to 1819news.com. Support what they're doing there. It's independent journalism. It's everything that everybody used to want from the old newspapers before we figured out they were crazy leftist. They probably always were. But 1819 News is is a real news organization. It's not one of these, oh, we're a, we had an internet. It's, no, it's real news. It is the next generation of legitimate journalism and go over there sign up support them sign up for the newsletters there's different levels there for everybody so we don't you think people have learned a lot today from jared Jared? if you want to keep 
learning. Yeah, keep us on the air. Keep doing that. Let's go to uh, let's go to James. James has a question. James, welcome to the program, brother. I hope you're doing well, and thank you for your patience. Yeah, it's good to hear you guys. Hey, Jason, um, I was one of your campaign workers and um, contributor. <laughs> Appreciate you giving a run for the money there for the sheriff. You know. Yeah, thanks for the support, brother. Thank you very much. Uh, I happen to do a mission work in uh, Asia and Southeast Asia. And let me tell you, the media is totally different over there. Uh, talking about the, the movie that I saw that was incredible. But one segment, I was in Manila late one night trying to get used to the new time zone. And couldn't sleep and turned it on. And a real hazy-looking channel showed a box truck with children that had been murdered when they opened the door the bodies were just freshly murdered and must have been organ harvesting in Thailand you talking about very eye-opening experience that goes over in some of these countries you know and yeah and that uh, might have been that might have been organ harvesting or it might have been um you know, where I've dealt with that the most has been Burma with an organization that we work with out of Burma. And I've had a buddy that's done a lot of work in Burma. But they'll go and raid villages of Christians uh, primarily. And they'll, uh, you know, I've got pictures and stuff of it and videos. And they're just burning. Uh, they're burning all the, they kill all the people, but then they burn all the, the babies. Showing them throwing babies in a fire, throwing kids in a fire, stuff like that. So that's that's not uncommon overseas, especially in uh, those type of countries, but sometimes it's not necessarily organ harvesting. Sometimes it's just them wanting to kill a certain group of people. So those kids could also have been involved uh, or, or were a different group of people. It's true. It's true racism. Like they don't like people because they're of a certain. Uh, uh, um, What's the word? It's not really race. We're human race, but what's the word I'm looking for? It's not religion or anything. Just well, religion just or a different ethnic group. Ethnic and group and when we look called, at yeah. them, we're like, the, how do you tell the difference? It's, it's like some of the Hispanic no, groups that yes. don't like each other, and you're like, wait, how do I tell? The, I can't tell the difference in the Hondurans and the Guatemalans. Yeah, they might be. They're different ethnically, so that very well could have been what you're saying. But yeah, you're exactly right, and thanks for sharing that story because that's the reality of the rest of the world. You know, you won't see a box truck full of chopped up kids back here unless it's you know Planned Parenthood or something. Right. But um, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks, James. We appreciate it, brother. And, and that's another thing. Let's let's get Jared, if you don't mind. Let's hammer home that the rest of the world is not America. I, I see these people on college campuses, these kids, and they ask about, you know, is America the greatest country or, you know, are you proud of your country? And they're all saying, no, we're terrible, we're awful. You know, I, people don't know what the reality is in other parts of the world. I've never seen the, the dark underside of other places in the world, but I've been blessed and I've traveled to a number of different countries around the world. And even when you're in the best of the best places, I'm ready to get back to the United States. I mean, we're tremendously blessed. I, I, I think there's a real disconnect between Americans. I think they think going to another country is like, well, I, I guess we'll go to Orlando. It's The rest of the world's a tough place. Yeah. Tough, tough. Yeah, that's why everybody and their mom wants to come to America. Right. Yeah. I mean, you look right. at it. I mean, if, if we were so bad, why would everybody else want to come here? Probably one of the... Uh, Probably one of the hardest interviews that anybody would listen to. You ought to listen to uh, Naomi um, Park, I think. Uh, she does uh, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, uh, buddy of mine, Sean Ryan. 
any of those interviews, you can listen to her. She's a uh, one of the few North Korean defectors, and it's unbelievable hearing her story. She said she would rather be, you know, she would sell her daughters into sex trafficking to get them out of Korea, which is what happened to her. That tell you, or North Korea, really? that tells you how bad North Korea I'll read is. Yeah, it's amazing. she's she's got an amazing story and testimony, and it's been validated through multiple sources. And that'll tell you what the rest of the world's like. Right there. Is she the one the press was given such a hard time just a few weeks ago? Yes. and Because she was saying something about how great America was and how terrible communism was, yes. and they were yes. bashing her, and she, that's I think her she story. Spoke at turning yeah. point. She something. would rather sell. Oh, my God. Probably gosh. because, again, the media sucks. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They're terrible. And politicians, terrible. politicians no. suck the second most. It's true. I mean, yeah. that's just really the way it is. That's a tough competition for number one i say that being a guy sitting on a media show who ran for a political office right no they really are the 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 media i used to think that journalists were ignorant and i I do think they are when i read articles and they have no idea about what mechanically is happening they have no idea about weaponry they don't they don't they don't really know a lot about anything you know what i'm saying but then i figured out that no some of these people are evil now they may be blinded by satan and you know what I'm saying? But they are evil. They know they're covering up the truth. And they know they're spinning it into a lie. But they will continue to do it. And that's I think that's what a lot of our problems with the media is. Jared Hudson is with us from Covenant Rescue Group. We see Eric the dog out there. We'll get to you, Eric, and uh, right after this break. But y'all go check out CovenantRescue.org. Support them. If you're in the Birmingham area, you hear ads for them regularly on our other affiliate station, covenantrescue.org. Jared Hudson is with us. We'll be right back. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, powered by 1819 News. I am Scott Beeson. Everybody's here. The Ladies of Liberty are here. Sky, Skybiter Mosley is here. It's appropriate. Jared Hudson yeah. is with us from, what is your whole background again? Former Navy SEAL. Yep. Now with um, helps train different military groups, running Covenant Rescue Group. Check them out at covenantrescue.org. We've been talking about human trafficking. We've been talking about slavery. We've been talking about Russia-Ukraine. We've talked about Russian-Ukraine uh, conflict, where we go from here. And we're taking some of your calls and questions. Let's go out now to Eric the dog. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Hola. 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 Como esta? Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You got something for Jared? Yeah. How much is uh, what you do involves children coming over the southern border? Uh, I wouldn't say as far as children coming over the southern border, not as not as much about kids coming over the southern border, but in the most recent uh, big sting that Fultondale conducted and we, we, we were running with them, uh, six, I believe, of those that were arrested were, the, were illegal immigrants. If I remember right, I could be wrong on that, but I believe those six were illegal immigrants. One was put on ice, hold, and deported, um, and then he's probably back already. But uh, but he was put on ice, hold, and deported. Uh, one thing that we're seeing more commonly across the southern border is with how we're targeting these individuals, we're seeing a lot of illegal immigrants show up to have sex with underage uh you know, girls primarily. We don't see them for boys as much. We see them for girls, um, and uh, and so that's what we're seeing more of. But as far as children coming across the, the the border, I do have buddies that work some of that, and they say they see some of it. But it's more of the men crossing the borders and showing up for 
Okay. Yeah, okay. it is. And it, now I will tell you the uh, the other thing that we've seen is this is one of one a lady anonymously called. She's an illegal immigrant, so she couldn't do anything. But she said, "Thank you for arresting this guy because." Uh, he locked me in a closet, made me perform sex acts, took pictures and all this for a week. And then who's, who's she going to call? She's an illegal immigrant, too. She has no no way to do anything but what she wants. And then she goes back out to live her life without having any sort of uh, recourse. And so she sent an anonymous message saying, thank you so much, because this is what this guy did to me. So, um, you know, that's... It's, we're not catching dudes who are just doing this for their first time. Let's put it that You're way. Saying six you know, out of the eight arrested were no, 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 no. That's like thirteen arrested, I think, in those two nights. Okay. I think six of them were illegal. Well, half. So roughly half. Yeah. Yeah. We've had, everywhere we go, we wind up having an illegal immigrant somewhere in the mix. Unbelievable. This is a this is a part of a, the illegal immigration that that Democrats. I'd like to hear them speak about because you know if you. If you stop people at the border and, and you know act like you're a country, it, it's a problem because you know you're, you're denying these people an opportunity to better their lives. I get that, but there's a way to do it and a way not to do it, and this is part of what happens when you come. You get these underground people. They don't. They, who are they going to go to? They're, they're scared to go to the cops, even though by and large in these blue cities, nothing's going to happen to them. But I mean, oh, yeah, they no, don't know cre- that. It creates victims for sure. It creates it. It just all it does is it it. it sets the stage for these things to be able to happen more easily uh, mm-hmm. in, in the U.S. as opposed to what we've had over, you know, I guess the last 50 years where it's not as easy for it to happen here like what we're seeing in the videos, you know, kids in the Congo or what we've seen overseas. Yeah, appreciate it, Eric. All right, y'all. Adios. Thanks, buddy. Adios. Adios. Have a good one. Let's go out to another caller. Charles the first of Duany. Charles the first, how are you? I'm pretty good. Got a backache today, but I'm all right. Well, that's um, what you get for picking up pool tables, brother. Oh, I'm telling you, gosh, I, I, I couldn't even shoot pool with none of the guys today. Um, oh man, uh, so sad. I'm really glad. I'm really glad that you got Jared on there. I appreciate your service, sir. Um, I'm a I'm a big person that, uh, about not liking. Uh, our legislature, not personally themselves, but the actions that sometimes we take in state government that don't handle situations real good. And I wanted to draw an analogy of what you were talking about, about the labor laws in the other country with us, with the children. And I want to draw it back to Alabama. Okay. Now, how would we feel about the government officials where the child labor was not doing anything, even if they knew it, or not strengthening those laws, or take doing complete stuff that had to do with everything else, but not the child labor at those ages. Well, can any of y'all tell me how that makes you feel right now? That particular person that should be in control of that. I, I don't understand what you're asking me again, Charles the first. I may have okay. I may have missed it. Are we not enforcing okay. the child labor laws in our state? I guess we're probably not when that, it comes to illegal what, aliens for I'm, sure. That's what I'm getting yes, that's what I'm getting to. You remember the, the Hyundai plant, the smart oh, plant yep. in Laverne. That's right. That's right. I remember 12 that. Twelve year olds. Twelve mm-hmm. year olds as young as twelve years old, maybe from Guatemala I wanna say. Right. And and we know ahead of time that the enterprise police told persons way high up in Alabama about that. But we hear very, very little about it. 
it would be almost like a third world country where the persons there in charge also don't do anything. Now, now, we, now I understand what you're saying, Charles. We, we, we have a problem in this state. People have come to our our state illegally, uh, and we don't enforce the laws that we have on the books. And there are things we can do because I intimately know about the law that allows us to do stuff. And and then then we have them coming illegally and working as children, and we know that everybody yes. knows that. But uh, nothing happens, and we don't want to enforce the law. Well, we don't want to enforce the law because we roll up in there and we find out, well, maybe they don't have any children, but a whole bunch of these folks are illegal, and that is a no-no for some of the business organizations in our state. I I get what you're saying. Yeah, and we're not doing anything to it, just like we would be very adamant against the government somewhere else not enforcing things of the same nature, but here we are, the persons in our state, the officials in charge of our state, and we're not much better than those third world countries. I agree. Because we don't know whether or not somebody is making that child work or not. We don't know if someone owns that child or not. Right. And and articles I remember reading, they weren't getting paid, and they were in areas that they could get their arms chopped off very easily. Right. Um, you know, and that's the point I wanted to break, bring home is it's not just everywhere else. It is here. And sometimes if we don't speak up or make it known or, or at least, you know, attempt to do something about some of these wrongs, they just continue. No one even realizes that anybody's concerned. It's a great point, Charles the First. We appreciate you, brother. I mean, you know, me that, that hits. You're welcome. It, it kind of hits close to home, really. I mean, we're all, we're all up in arms about what other people are doing in other countries. But, you know, good and doggone well, there's a, a bunch of kids being forced to work in this state. And some of those jobs are. Remember? The, the illegal aliens only take the jobs Americans won't do. Remember? Yes. That's what they tell us. So if children are doing those, and then whatever happened to the, well, if it's only one child. Well, that's only if it's a, you know. A government program. If it's only one child, we save. Be interesting to do a FOIA request and see who knew knew what about that, and when they and when they knew it. Yeah, I think the the way they avoid that is no one knows anything because no one will ask a question. Mm. Wow. We're not going to check. We're not going to see. I heard. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't tell me. So we could probably request all day and. No one would know anything. No one heard. It's the old wink and the nod. It's Montgomery. It's Washington. You don't Washington. think it's in an email somewhere? Probably not. People are probably smart enough to avoid it. Maybe not in the company. But hmm. I just got a feeling the government just does not want to ask questions. That was my experience back when we were trying to do something about it. They just don't want to know. Because they know the answer. Don't ask the question. Yeah. We know the answer. You can claim ignorance. Yep. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Jared Hudson is still with us. We'll be back. Welcome into the program, everybody. Only a few minutes left. Moments left. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Y'all know my complaint. Sky won't let me have a fourth hour. It's mostly Sky's fault. It's those scheduling people, man. (laughs) Those scheduling people. Joey. Joey's like, no way. We're not going to let you. But I'm going to be down there watching Joey, being on Joey's show, or at least around Joey's show on Wednesday. He's He's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. We're all going to lunch. And yeah, and then he stuck with me. Yeah. Poor guy, poor guy. Let's go out to Bill. Bill, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your patience. Yeah, it's been great listening. I've been in and out of the truck, so I haven't heard all of it. Yes, sir. But I got a question for Jared. I'm curious. During the Trump administration, 
every few weeks we would get a leak where the marshals had broke some ring and saved 30 or 40 kids, arrested 15 and stuff like that. We don't hear that anymore. Is it just they're not being publicized now, or is it not really happening? No, I think some of what they were doing... And I'm not 100% sure on this because I don't know specifically what you're talking about. But some of what they were doing was the marshal service a lot of times checks up on, uh, you know, sex offenders um, in particular uh, when they're, you know, child sex offenders. They are the ones that check up on that. So there's a there's a list of those. And you have certain sex offenders that are not meeting the criteria they're supposed to meet, checking in, doing whatever they're supposed to do. Uh, and so I think a lot of those busts were were based around that because they did push a they did push that initiative during that time. Uh, are they still pushing that initiative? I, I don't know. Um, I got buddies with the marshal service. I could call and ask, but uh, I do know that that's something somewhere where we get guys that we can start looking at and going after that are already on that sex offender registry. And then if they're not registering, we we help out. Uh, agencies with finding those guys and making sure that they are doing what they're supposed to do, not be within so far of a school or whatever it is, right? And if and if they're not doing those things, then they uh, you get them in line. So I think that that's a lot of what they're doing, but I could be wrong because I don't know specifically what you're talking about. Yeah, well, it just seemed like every few weeks, uh, you know, there would be an announcement, and it would be all over the country. It might be in the northeast, it might be in the Midwest, you know, it might be Florida, it might be uh, Washington or California. So it, it, it seemed like it was all over the country, and and they would come out and say, you know, we, we found 30 missing children and arrested 10 or 12, 15 people, and it was really encouraging to hear that. You felt like there was actually somebody that cared. And we just don't yeah, hear no, that. Absolutely. You're right, Bill. Thank, thanks, buddy. Make a very good point. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. There were a lot of news reports during the Trump administration, and, and Donald Trump had done an executive order, I thought it was, on on uh, human trafficking, et cetera. And then we're just not hearing as much. Well, look, they don't have time, Bill. They're after all the uh, January 6th people and the parents protesting at school board meetings. I mean, we've got some real, some real threats out there. So, Jared, we've only got a couple minutes left. Tell us again about your organization, how people can support you, get in touch with you if they need to, et cetera. Yeah, covenantrescue.org. Uh, just reach out, sign up for the website, sign up for our newsletters to keep update, updated on what we have going on. Donate. We're a, a 501c3, so a nonprofit. We, uh, we run on donations, and these donations basically uh, give us the ability to go across the state of Alabama, really across the nation. We go all over the nation um, and, and help local law enforcement agencies put together stings that will that will then uh help with child exploitation in the way of targeting uh, men and women who are buying kids targeting the consumer people who are buying kids for sex and what we then do with that is you can take those cases and sometimes turn them into a reverse sting where you can uh, then find kids who are being sold for sex so that's primarily what we what we do absolutely jared hudson's been our guest and uh, look i can tell you that i mean He's been involved in the sting right there in Fultondale, Alabama. And um, so far. you don't have to go very far, and you know what's happening, and they're, and they're doing good work here in the state. So if y'all can support them, great. Jared, we appreciate you taking some time with us and just uh, letting us hear stories and find out things we probably didn't 
want to find out about, but we needed to find out. Allison, your announcement that we're going to be at Baumhauer's 6 o'clock? Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we'll 6 all o'clock. We'll be there. We're all going to be there? You be better there. show up, all right. Scott. I'm going to try my best. I might be there. I'll try my best. Just like we'll try to be back tomorrow. Y'all have a great one. Be safe. See y'all. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.